Hey, Beverly Hills 90210 fans, stop what you're doing right now because it's time to dive deep into 90 News. All the latest news and rumors coming out of your favorite zip code with your hosts, Pete Ferrero and Melanie Rose. Oh my God, I can't believe what I just heard. Well, it's uh, Friday and we are back again here for 90 News, and we're going to have to update that intro because we have someone joining us uh, this week. Our friend, our friend Caitlin. It's good to see you. How are how's everything? How's everything going down in uh, in Florida? Good. Um, you don't really know what to expect. It's either really hot or it could surprise you, and it could be a little cold one day. And to us, seventy degrees is really cold. So I feel you. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a little bit rainy out here in LA too. So it's uh, it's well out in Altadena. Excuse me, in Walsh territory. Uh, <laughs> uh, Melanie, how have you been? Isn't it great that we have Caitlin joining us now on the show? I think this is going to be a lot of fun. Yes, yes. I'm so excited. Um, I love Beverly Thrills 90210, your Instagram account, and all the fun videos you do. And uh, it's great to have you. So thanks for joining us. Yeah. Melanie, I, before we get everybody on here, I want to say we're, we're, you're knee deep now in the morning here to, to the trivia show, right? The, the trivia thing that you're doing. How's that going? Yes. What's happening? Uh, it's going great. You know, we've had so many signups in the last few days. And um, again, it's tonight, five o'clock uh, Pacific, eight o'clock Eastern. You can still sign up anytime until right before the event. We've got the great prizes up for grabs, including those custom signed scripts from Charles Rosen, $100 Hulu subscription. So if you haven't joined yet, head over and join. Did, did the Beverly Hills 90210 show give you any, any prizes this time around? Um, well, we are giving away some Beverly Hills 90210 show merch. Um, you're more than welcome to sponsor that prize if you'd like. Please. Yes, no, no problem. I was going to say I'm, I was going to give you another prize, but okay, that's yeah, that's great. Cool. That sounds good. We actually added in a, a special thing for our bonus lottery prize too from the show. So um, yeah, we'll talk after. But some merch is up for grabs. All right, very cool. All right, so uh, let's get started with the news. There's a lot to unpack from what, what's going on in the podcast world with the Beverly Hills 90210 show. And for that, we need to bring on two special guests, right? Yes, we do. Charles, and all the way on the East Coast, uh, Larry Mon. Larry Hello. Mon. Guys, welcome. Definitely roving. Yeah, well, Why coastal, roving. finally. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What is like? Is it like being on the East Coast? What was that trip like for you, Larry? Spill oh, the tea. It only took fourteen hours, and uh, it was uh, it was an Uber, two flights, uh, a town car, a ferry, and another Uber, and uh, we made it. And a dog, right? You had the and dog with the dog. The dog was the best part of the trip. He slept like for the whole time. He went in his carrier and fell asleep. That was, I couldn't well, Larry, believe it. We never even like drugged him. That's not much difference than what he does when he's on your balcony. I know, but he's so. But when he came to the house and he realized he wasn't back home, he he stood in a corner for an hour, just like petrified. Yeah. Now he, he's sleeping in my office now, so he's starting to get it together. But every time he wakes up, he keeps looking around the corner. Where's the beach? Like, what's the all this green shit? Right. You know, where's the sand? What's going on? And where are these people in my yard? I was going to say that would be any dog. And the cold and the, uh, yeah, you know. But it's, uh, yeah, have, he's getting into it. He'll be all right. I took him around yesterday. It looked like there's some yard work happening. There's, there's uh, you know, in the East Coast, there's a thing called deciduous leaves that come off in the fall. 
and then you're supposed to rake them, but we're not here. So they just pile up. And so now we have to hire like a crew to kind of, you know, we have a half acre. So they got to kind of get rid of all this stuff. And yes. So they just chose today. So if, if it's obnoxious, I'll, I'll dab now out. But I don't know what they're doing. But yeah, happy they're working. And Charles, uh, good to see you again. We had an exciting week. Um, whew, wow, we, we put that all together like two hours before the show this last week, right? You know, there's there are always variables in life, and one of them, unfortunately, is illness or injury. And we had illness from the left side. We had it from the right side. We had it from on top. So we just had to uh, have a very nice chat with, with uh, the actor Hank, uh, yeah, yep. yeah so was who uh, played the uh, Tim, the the uh, uh, handsome aerobic guy. He's still very uh, good looking man. And that although now he's a professor at University of Arizona teaching uh, drama. Uh, I didn't get a chance to ask him if he was doing anything from Tennessee Williams, Larry. But you know, we uh, you know very nine hundred two and zero play. Our favorite nine hundred two and zero playwright, but. Uh, We'll get that show kind of revamped and maybe even make it better than it was planning to be before. So Absolutely. that's our hope for the next time. Melanie, you had a question for Charles about this past week's episode, right? Yeah, you know, I just kind of wanted to know which question that the fans asked did you think was the most interesting? Well, I thought that Someone asked about, you know, did I like the writing? What what was it this? How, how did this fit in my writing career? And and I realized, and Larry would know this too, uh, although although he and I didn't really, he doesn't know necessarily the projects that I wrote before, but this was my mindset, Larry. You know, I wrote about, I wrote a project called Uptown in Harlem. I wrote a part about, which was all about a blues singer in the 50s. I wrote about Jamaica Plain was the name of a series about the Irish in Boston who lived in that gentrifying neighborhood. Um, all sorts of different shows that I got hired to do. This was, and, and this was the first one that fell into the adage that young writers are told, write what you know. And I knew what it was to grow up in Beverly Hills, to be a student at Beverly Hills High School and and think about all the differences in social issues so this was closer to who i i really was as a person not as a writer as a writer i can i can you know uh if, if the material moves me i can be in a, a basketball court in indiana or um, in venice beach in 1967 it doesn't really matter in that regard but this was really came out of my life a, a little bit much more which Larry's pointed out on those uh, seasons one and two, um, how uh, uh, Beverly Hills it feels. And that was partially the goal. Well, it definitely worked for sure. Um, and, we, you know, listen to everybody. We're, we're figuring out what's coming up this week. Larry and I are working on something. So we have, you know, sometimes what happens with the show is we have, we, we, ask a few people if they want to do the show and then we wait on responses and then we just figure it out from there. So we have, we can't, forge ahead about what's happening but one thing that did happen uh last week right this was not well the, not this last week but the week, week prior to that was las vegas um i don't know that we talked about that did you guys have a, a a fun time larry in las vegas oh yeah i mean las vegas was really happening i can only imagine next month and the month after that it's going to go crazy and chuck with football and everything in that stadium oh my god it's going to be popping but yeah. yeah chuck and i got to do some fun stuff with uh zachary throne we 
uh, we got to kind of invade the uh, Caesars. Uh, oh, okay, that was afterwards. That's uh, that's Zach Brown and his girlfriend. And yeah. Chuck, this girlfriend is named Larry, and her father and her and her last name is Lang. And her father was Michael Lang from Woodstock, the guy who started Woodstock. Wow! wow. Oh, that's yes. right. That's right. She really is a walking, interesting. She's the walking nine hundred two one zero name in a way yes. <laughs> yes she is larry and lang she has yeah. a, a many but uh and you know well that was the queens of rock that was after chuck and i did the show that thursday night i got to go to uh and vip passes to the queens of rock very cool and, of which uh zach throne is the basis for a very hot band a smoking band that's that's me and the star and zach taking a picture afterwards which she insisted on maps she's kind of a little bit freaky but uh, she impersonates all the uh, great women of rock, though she did miss a bunch of them. But she, she really, uh, and you know, like she really had Blondie and the Heart Girls really down great. And it's an it was exciting just to be in a theater hearing live music, and the and the band really got to play a bit too. She let the band, like all good singers, know you need to rest your voice. You let people take leads and stuff, and it was really you know nothing. You know, Vegas one thing has talent. If you have talent and you sustain in Vegas, you're really good because you don't have to tour. And the other thing I want to say about Zach is he's, he's uh, taking a little leave on the show because he's going out on tour with a guy named Corey Taylor, who people should know as the lead singer of Slipknot. Okay. But he does he does more of a uh, of a blues uh, thing by himself, and uh, and Zach is is playing for him. I'm not sure. I think he's playing lead guitar in that one. Um, I mean, Zach is very talented, and, and he sang on our show, which yes, uh, people really enjoyed. He sang uh, uh, Carry On, I think. Yeah, that was yeah. really really cool. But Chuck and I had a ball in, in Caesars. Yeah, Larry's a good sport. He allows me to uh, play straight man while I embarrass him. <laughs> okay, I can't get the vision of you in your wet bathing suit trampling through the uh, the casino. Yeah. Yeah, There's so much yeah. more footage that you didn't put in there. But Chuck, when he jumped, he jumped in the war, which was just a great moment. Great, looked so great on camera. And then he didn't realize, but his glasses came off in the water. We didn't realize this till like ten minutes later. When Chuck realized he didn't have his <laughs> glasses, had to come back and get them. Yeah. Well, we had to. He had to go back in the water. Someone kind of said, "Those are glasses." And then somebody, the some stranger, found them, and that was documented too. Better let that footage. Uh, put that in a vault for the next mm. fifty years. And then the no clothes. Chuck, his wife didn't pack the clothes of all things. So right. He had nothing to change into. Yeah, it was uh, great. That's amazing stuff. Well, listen, um, on May 5th, uh, a couple weeks from now, we're going to be covering a uh, Mexican standoff. Should we go to Mexico, guys, and do the show from, should we do the show from Mexico? I want to go to Mexico. Yes. Well, I'm in Los Angeles, so how about I go to Whittier Boulevard? <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe that, that, that could be, uh, you know, or Oakwood, East here in Venice. I could go right there. Um yeah, no, I I don't think so. You know, um, no. I'm just kidding. Listen, get some time. But, but wait a second. Wait yeah. a second. In June, I believe it would be June third. Um, where the Rosen family and Mass will be on the Big Island of Hawaii. Oh. And when I think of that, I think of uh, uh, the Hukilau. Yeah. And how we put together not only cut spring dance, but how we put together the end of pass not pass, which happens to be because there was a live singing of the Hukilau, it's not on Hulu. So it follows up what we talked about. We're going to be doing lots of episodes that you can't find on Hulu. That's going to be maybe a common theme for much of May and June. Yeah. Um, in some of our ones, because, uh, 
look, we only made, you know, 143 in the first two. I don't know how many you made, Larry, but that's all we got to work with, you know. Yeah. So, so we got to well, conserve but, but also, our you know, One of the things that's important to this podcast, I think, is restoring the music and this conversation about the missing episodes now. It's, I mean, that's almost a whole other level. But um, yeah, the, the missing episodes, especially now when people binge everything, is really like criminal. Like, how ah. can you call yourself putting the show on? If you well, this is a at I, least I, the, I, yeah. I was going to say at least that, that I was going to say at least that new set. I don't know what the music has, but apparently they have all the episodes. Uh, that's what uh, Lilia told us the other day. Well, how could that be though? I don't know. I know because the decision not to pay extra was Hulu's decision. Has to be not CBS. I, I think you're right, Chuck, because. Soapnet had all the music, and uh, some of the other uh, channels that had all the music. Yes, Pop had all the so, music, and then so, they didn't. But you, you can't know. have the show and not and, and then leave out like sixty episodes. I think Lily told no. me there's sixty episodes that were left out. For and it's really a killer. It's really a killer for yes, probably if you count, uh, count eight, nine, and ten too. But it's really a killer for uh, and unfair for season six and seven because this was a time that the you know the show. Uh, considerably went back into Peach Pit After Dark, yeah. which is always exactly. live performance. So that means any live performance has been KO'd. Hey, Chuck, one thing that I found interesting, because I, I, I double-checked, even though episodes aren't shown on Hulu, we're paid for them. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. What? what we're still, I still get, I get streaming royalties on all the episodes that are, that are cut off, so... How the, it only streams on Hulu and uh, I mean, what is it stream on? Uh, Hulu Amazon and uh, CBS uh, All Access are Paramount now. But all those episodes, when I get my uh, my statement for royalties, well, I think it only includes that. The interesting thing about the the streaming is some it, it, it almost confirms and one of my original arguments that I wanted to have to CBS to try to convince them to go big time into. The music, which is basically said, look, here are all the songs we played in the 77 high school episodes, but, but only some of them really weren't paying a lot of money for. They were hits. They were really important, as opposed to an oldie that nobody's listening to, you know, 50, 60 years after the fact that not all songs are created equal. Well, what streaming does is it shows that not all episodes are created equal, because I looked at you know, some of the royalties that, that as a writer that I got from streaming and, um, you know, uh, isn't it romantic uh, what Karen got and some of these other ones that are just looked at more, the, the, the value goes up. Hmm. So it's I got to come. It's a fascinating thing. I'm, I'm looking forward to covering some of these episodes, though, so that we can show. Uh, you know, why these episodes belong on there, what was happening, and maybe figure out sometimes why this is not, on, why the episode is not on uh, Hulu. What, what, is the, what is the problem? I, I would imagine a lot of it's after dark music, for, as you said, for 6 and 7, and that, to me, is one yes. of the defining things about those seasons is the, is the after dark, so uh, it's, it's, it's tough. All right, guys. Um, I think this was great. So we have a couple of things that are in the fire for next week, but then I know May fifth we're going to cover um, the Mexican standoff. That's issue. also Cinco de Mayo, so that's perfect. Yes. Yes. That's all funny. right, guys. Uh, it's always good to see the two of you, and uh, we will see you next week on Wednesday for see sure. You later. Have a good week. All Thanks the news that's fit and lit. All right. Bye, right. guys. Bye, guys. Right. Thank Bye. you. Bye, see you guys.
it's always good to see um, Carl's and Larry, right, Melanie? It sure is. It sure is. And, you know, um, I missed them last week since we didn't do the news. And now we're on this every other week news cycle. But uh, it's always good to catch up with those guys. We were almost on an every three week news cycle for a hot second there because I was late. This week. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting I was sitting here like I'm like, OK, nobody's here yet. And I, I pulled up my novel and just started working on it. And then 15 minutes later, I was like. Did I get the time wrong? No, you're all you're all right. Yeah, I, I was just all wrong. Uh, and again, <laughs> it's great to have you here, Caitlin. This week we showed this awesome clip of you doing this Donna impression. Um, wow. My most wow. risque video to date. Yes. Oof. Fire. I, I had that outfit just in my closet. I met my mm. husband in that outfit. Oh, wow. wow. There we go. Yeah. Here it is. Oh God! Here we go. I just had it. I had to see it again. I love the wig. The wig yeah, is my I'm favorite. Ten dollars yeah. on Amazon, baby. Yeah. For for those that don't know and are driving somewhere wondering what we're looking at, she did an impression sort of of that Donna video from uh, I don't know what season that was. Someone would be upset about that. <laughs> Probably like six or something. Peach Pit After Dark with the music no. video. All right, look, this is the big thing that's going on. I mean, first of all, I've said on this show before that our 90210 universe is a little bit like the mafia, right? <laughs> yes. Don't fuck with our family. Don't, I love don't, that voice. Do not, I, know you, I know you're a big fan. It's my yeah. favorite, yes. <laughs> yeah, and Charlotte isn't Burke. It so great, isn't it so great that it's back? The voice. I know it should it should make an appearance every every few episodes, you know, um, and yeah. So Cheryl Burke. So personally, I don't watch Dancing with the Stars, but this story was very big this week. Um, I guess back when Ian was on Dancing with the Stars during season four in two thousand and seven, Cheryl Burke had made some uh, comments about him, about stating that working with him made her want to slit her wrists, which was obviously super insensitive, not only to Ian but to suicide. I mean, that's yeah. not. Not a funny joke. The people Just with mental health funny. issues. Yeah. Yes. Not funny. So anyway, this week she's got a podcast with AJ McLean, um, and they uh, the Pretty Messed Up podcast. So she was saying that she wants to make amends and was apologizing to Ian and said she was very insensitive and this and that. But to date, as far as I know, she's never reached out directly to Ian. So you well, know, we don't know that. Let's give let's give Cheryl true. Burke the, the the benefit of the doubt there that maybe there was a DM or a text that went through. You know what's <laughs> funny is I actually read about this like two months ago before this became a big thing again. I don't know how, but um, she said something like, "Why couldn't I have gotten Jason or Luke?" And I'm oh, like, wow. "What the fuck is wrong with Ian?" It's great. Yeah, right? he and my best friend and her husband, like he's he's on our list. The it's okay to cheat on your spouse list. <laughs> yeah, he's on it. So wow, oh, that's amazing. And yeah. I, well, my sure little brother has to ties that. to the my little nine hundred two and zero brother, Tina Hills. Real name's Brian. He has ties to the mafia. So he has goons. <laughs> <laughs> he very frequently. So uses please, the you know, we're just kidding, Cheryl. Listen, I don't know why you said what you said, but uh, I know everybody likes to make a news story. But um, yeah. Ian's a really good guy. I've gotten mm -hmm. to talk to him a few times. Not, you know, he's been on our show and whatever. So he's just a sweet guy, and he's always down to help out the nine hundred two one zero world and fans. He's just so good with fans. Like he DMs and responds, and he's just he's just a good dude. So. Totally out of line, Cheryl Burke. Don't let me do that voice on you. Not cool. Not cool, Cheryl. But thankful. But thank 
for the apology, I guess. Right. right. I mean, you know, that was nice of her to apologize, but whatever. Don't ever let it happen again. I think she learned her lesson. Yes. That voice. Whoa. <laughs> Thank you. I saw Kathleen posted some stuff today. Uh, some pictures of her at uh, an awards thing, right? That uh, Elton John's Oscar party. Yes. Yes. Yep. So she's there's a link in her bio where you can uh, join in in this after party and uh, and hang out with them and and view it virtually. There's yeah. a virtual party happening. And it looks like Lady Gaga and Dua Lipa are going to be there, too. So for me, that's also huge. I've signed up. I'm all oh, in. Of course you did. Yeah. Well, you got to support the team. Also, I would like to say that I would rank this picture in my top five. And I had not really seen this before. I think I saw it one other time. I think the Italy fans shared this with me once before. And just looking incredible. Kevin. All right. Go change your wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <sighs> She has not aged like at all, though. Like I know. Like I looked at her IMDb, like I don't know, last year out of curiosity, and I was like, "How does she look exactly the same?" She's but the girl. same for a lot of people on nine hundred two and know, like Zach Throne, I was like, "He doesn't look any different." I know. Now forty years. Well, always supporting all things. Ian, so make yeah. sure you go out and check that out. Um, and she's incredibly great. I started rewatching. Remember, we were doing that for a while every week. Melanie talking about old Kathleen stuff that I. So I started rewatching um, Murder in the First. It's really great. Everybody needs to go give that a give that a, a spin. Oh, that was a good one. I, I did watch that series. Yeah, I, I loved it when I first watched it. I just decided to give it a go again. All right, now let's, the other big thing that we have to talk about this week. I, I'm surprised I didn't go here first. Is you know. Um, I don't know if this got enough coverage, but it was Aaron Spelling's birthday uh, What on Thursday, I think it was. I yesterday. believe so. And that was a picture that Tori had posted on her Instagram. And, you know, it's it's nice of her to honor her dad. And, of course, for us to honor the person who was responsible for bringing us our favorite TV show. So, um, you know, happy birthday, Aaron Spelling, wherever your spirit may be. I would like to just say, too, and I've said this before, I mean, listen, you know, we've done the Planet 90210 show. We've done uh, After Dark Zooms, Melanie, together and over the last year. And we've heard all these incredible sentiments about what 90210 has done for people in terms of getting them out of tough situations and, and, and living through something or getting out of a relationship because Kelly got out of a relationship or whatever it is. So... I mean, thank you, Aaron Spelling, for not only creating 90210, but for giving us this place where we can all, you know, go to when we need to. So, uh, and to the cast as well. But a very happy birthday. Caitlin, how do you feel about this uh, this birthday? Well, I know my life would be completely different if there were no Aaron Spelling. I mean, like, my growing up in high school, it was like a major thing for me. I was always like kind of out of time, wasn't really, didn't really like fit in. So it was like, it was my special thing. And now years later, I've like actually made like best friends from 90210. Same. Melanie and I. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just Aww. thinking about you. Yeah. All right. So that's, that's that. Now, what is this? I don't know what I'm about to put up. Oh, you know oh, what? Um, yeah, that was the Cheryl Burke thing. So. Uh, let me read this apology. I'm here to say, I'm sorry. I'm truly sorry. Okay. I think she's sorry. She was sorry. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. And then this happened. 
Yes, Brian Austin Green. He was on the Connors last week for the Regrets, Rehabs, and Realtors episode. And uh, so wasn't Candace Bergen, as a matter of fact. Uh, you know, Brian talked a little bit about reuniting with Sarah Gilbert, uh, who plays Darlene, of course. And, you know, they had known each other growing up, and we did see them both on the Kid 90 documentary. So, um, you know, he had a good time on the show, reunited with her. And then he's got one more episode coming up, which I believe is next week. So, um always great to see brian and um good for him you know it's cool because he's such a good actor too so it's like and they all are so it's good to see them when they're acting and stuff you know he was great on that um magic dancer that's not it it's not magic masked, masked dancer yes. <laughs> yeah but that's another show that would be really good the magic dancer i don't know oh. what i don't know what they would do on that show but no he was great on that and he was you know so it's always good to see him out there doing stuff absolutely Okay. Yes. Let's see. And then we have this. Yes, Shannon. She turned 50. Uh, wow. she's, an, she's an Aries. She's looking great at 50. And, you know, happy birthday to Shannon. Of course, we would still love to get Shannon on the show. Um, but that hasn't happened yet. So happy birthday to her. And we wish her the best. Listen, happy birthday, Shannon. It's great to see you, um, you know, acting and doing things i love all the stuff that you're doing with sarah and michelle geller and all that stuff and i know she's i think she's working on a on something right now right didn't we didn't we confirm that a couple of weeks ago sort of that she was in toronto shooting something so it's always good to see you i've always said about shannon it's incredible to me how good she was at such a, a young age just so impressive such a talented performer and it's great to still uh, be able to watch her do things. So, and you're great on social media. Come on the show. It's a lot of fun. It's not, it's, no one gets harmed here. It's, it's, it's all a lot of fun. Look at Caitlin. She's here. She's. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Okay. Well, maybe don't come by. I don't know. Let's, rewind, that... rewind about five minutes ago. <laughs> Nobody gets hurt here. <laughs> All right, back to back to Ian real quick, Melanie. You sent me this as well. I did send that. Um, okay, I just muted Caitlin. Um, everybody's back in school. Ian shared this in his stories yesterday, and I wanted to say my kids are back in school full time, and my life has gotten so much better this week. You know, they've been part time since October, and. Um, you know, it's, I feel like I've gotten my life back. I've gotten my workday back. I, of course, I'm working baseball and stuff now, too. But um, I relate. I feel I am so hard. Like, everyone's back in school. And as a parent, I just can't express how wonderful it feels for me and my kids. So It's awesome yay. to see everybody doing that. I mean, listen, talk about frontline workers and all that stuff when you talk about the pandemic. But you got to talk about moms, too, and what they were able to do in that time period. There was, there was a lot of new responsibilities and having people, kids at the house and all that. So, uh, props to all the moms out there. It's uh, it's it, it's it's great. Um, yeah, this is my first time recording the news where there's not like little knocks at my door and I'm like trying to look out of the corner of my eye, like oh shit, what's happening? So it, it feels really good. It's free freedom. No more homeschool. <laughs> then I want to shout out our buddy, Jason Priestley, who looks like he went out to dinner. This is the new way you go to dinner these days, right? Yeah. Yes. COVID date night. Um, you know, it's cute to see them out and about safely wearing their masks, of course. And, you know, good for them. And so, uh, well, it looks like they were having a fun night out, right? Jason? Yes. COVID date night safely, of course. So good for them. 
Absolutely. Yes. Well, Caitlin, this was a lot of fun having you join us on the news. I hope you'll come back and do this more often with us. I think I was telling Melanie, I think you'd be great to have here every week to offer some insight and some humor and, uh, you know, keep the show going. And then if Melanie and I can't make an episode, <laughs> we've got you. <laughs> right? Yeah. I can try. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're really yes. fantastic and your videos are great. And we just think the world of you here, all of Thank us. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And I feel the same way. Yeah. Amazing. All right, Melanie, do we have anything else to cover? I think we've covered the news this week. 90 News is, is, is covered. Yeah, you know, I think we're good. Um, just one more little shout out for 90210 Hunts and Teen Drama Horror Trivia Night. Go register at 90210hunts.com. Happening tonight. Great prizes. And we hope you will join us. So um, check it out. Register if you haven't already. And we will see you tonight. Um, aside from that, Caitlin, thank you for joining us. Pete, great to see you. And uh, we'll be back not next week, but the week after. So with that, 9021 house.